Hello, everyone. This is Kerwin, and welcome to another episode of What's Happening in Travel with Kushro and Kerwin. Uh, Kushro is not here today, so it's just me. But today, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, airports. Like, where to stay in an airport um, whenever you get bumped, or um, just if you want to stay by the airport as opposed to going into the city and how to how to find it. So um, behind me today is the, uh, I have a picture of the Tarsham Airport in Faroe Islands, and it was a very cold day. Uh, so it's, uh, everything is all, is all white and the little tower is out there in the back. I think if I can point on my left side, it must be really hard for weathermen to do this. But um, so I had written a post uh, in a sunpassrider.com on the homepage, and it talks about five most expensive airport hotels um there's probably more than those but and what i found with there's one in doha now in doha you can stay inside the airport uh they have a they have, I think they have two airport hotels inside the airport when i went um i was connecting from houston to doha and in doha to uh dubai the the cheaper one was actually um completely full completely booked and uh i didn't realize it would be booked. So I, you know, being the last minute booker that I am, I wanted to book that and I just couldn't. And so it was full. The other one, um, which is, I think it's a bigger, this is a little more luxurious, I don't know. But um, that one was going for like 300 and something dollars a night. And which I thought was just ridiculous. Uh, and that's actually inside the hotel itself. Now those are the only two that are inside. There are, um, hotels that are outside, but at the time they had COVID restrictions. And so and those hotels were by far cheaper. Um, but because I had COVID restrictions, by the time I had to, I think I had to do a PCR test to get out and I'd probably have to do one to get back in. I don't know, but it was just too much of a hassle to go out and come back in. So what I ended up doing was staying at the lounge and the lounge was also crowded and, and uh, at capacity. So I think I had to like, um, come back in like an hour and then I was on a list and they had room for me and then I was able to go in. Now that lounge does not have any sleeping facilities so uh, it's just food and chairs and it's, it's a lot it's it's yeah, there's no you can't sleep in that lounge uh, so just be other in mind if you're passing through through Doha if you know you're going to pass through Doha you know you're going to need somewhere to sleep because oftentimes the flights through Doha the flights will get there like just before midnight and the next one is not until eight, eight o'clock in the morning. And so that means you, know, you need you need somewhere to rest your head. Um, you can only walk around the airport so much. Um, the other one that's in there is Singapore. Singapore Shangi, uh, they have like four terminals. Not all the terminals have, sleep, have a, a sleeping facility. So make sure you check that. And um, that is also very expensive uh, as well. The other one is um, TWA Hotel at the JFK Airport. And this one is just ridiculously expensive. The, it's a whole nostalgia thing. But I think outside of all that, they need to realize that although it's a nostalgic airport, most of the people flying through, they don't really care. They just want somewhere to rest for the night. And who wants to pay three hundred and fifty? I think it's like three hundred and fifty dollars for um, per night, and it is outside security, and it's in Terminal Five, which is where um, JetBlue is located. 
So um, it, it's very strange, but the U.S. airports, uh, apart from, there's a thing called Minute Suites, which if you have a priority pass card, you can actually use. They have like, depending on where they're located, you can get like three hour sleep times in them. There's one in Charlotte Douglas Airport. Um, and you go in and you, it's, it's actually it's a room and you can sleep for three hours is, uh, is what they have. And that's covered by your priority pass. But for the most part, the U.S. airports have no place for people to rest. Um, I think some of the Amex lounges have like a little sleep pod kind of, not really a sleep pod, but that's why you see people sleeping all over the place when you go inside these lounges, because they, it's not a U.S. thing to have a place for you. And I think all the, like all the, um, all the airports that are um, gateways, you know, like the LA's, the Miami's, the JFK, the Houston's, um, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Seattle, Portland, um, Chicago, all those airports should really have somewhere for people to sleep inside the airport. Um, you know, so you'd have to go out through security and all that thing to come back because some people are just transiting and some people don't have they um they, they can't enter the country per se but uh they don't have it so if you're coming to the US you're not going to find anywhere to sleep um you know like pay to sleep in the airports and if i'm wrong please let me know because i don't know if i can't think of anywhere within the US outside the US this is not the case uh, i was just in bahrain and bahrain has a facility uh, where you can sleep. Now, this is kind of cool. It's like it's like a little, uh, and Priority Pass covers this as well. It's a three-hour thing, and it's like a, um, like one of those Japanese capsules, which is actually quite cool. And uh, you go in, and you you can sleep for three hours. And they, um, trying to think, I set my alarm to leave for three hours, but I'm guessing that if I didn't leave, they would come and get me. Um, but I'd set my alarm to leave to to leave after three hours. Um, the other one in San Francisco, there's a Hyatt. I think it's a Hyatt Regency, which is at the airport. Uh, it's connected to to um, the. It's not connected. It's at, it's like at the international terminal, but the train will take you will take you there. And that one is about three hundred or three hundred and fifty dollars a night. Now these airports, I mean. It's insane. It's insane that they charge so much um, for these uh, hotel hotel rooms. And I've looked at the one in San Francisco at different times, and it's always $300 or $350. Uh, so what did we have? We had Singapore, uh, Doha, um, San Francisco, and uh, what was the other one? Let me just check. Thought I had it on my mind, but someone has forgotten. So I'm just looking it up here. The fifth one or the, the fourth one would be, let's see, so we're at the TW Hotel in JFK. And when I had checked it once, it was like 500 and something. We had the Oryx Hotel in Doha. And then we had uh, the Crown Plaza in Singapore. Now, this one, it's outside security. 
but it's still within the airport. So basically you come out, you when you arrive, you just go like upstairs and you get the entrance. It's in one of the terminals. Uh, this one is can be pretty expensive. Now you can use points. I'd use points when I did this one, but this one is really expensive. You're looking at about $237 a night for um for for rooms. And then it was a transit hotel, which we talked about in Singapore, which is Ambassador Transit Hotels and the Grand Hyatt uh, in San Francisco, not the Hyatt, not to be confused with Hyatt Regency. So these are the ones that um, you can really get at the airport. Now, one thing to remember, um, most airports, if not all airports, have um, hotel facilities. But well, it's not all because the smaller airports don't have anything. It's just that airport and that's it. There are no hotels there, but you have to go into town. Usually the town is not far away, like maybe 20 minutes to get to the get into the um, hotel. Uh, like, for example, if you go to Kingston, there are no hotels at the airport in Kingston because it's on a little peninsula. The nearest hotel is in um, downtown. Well, yeah, actually downtown Kingston now have a hotel. Um, I think it's actually a Hilton. And it might, it might actually be more hotels that are downtown Kingston. So that would be the closest um, hotel you can get to. If you go to Montego Bay, for example, there are no hotels inside the airport, but there are hotels close by. Um, always think whatever time you're getting to the hotel, when you try to make the reservation, call and find out. So for example, you may have a hotel that costs a hundred bucks, right? But then it's a $30 taxi to get there. Whereas you may find another hotel that have like 120 bucks, but they have a shuttle. And make sure that they have the shuttle, the shuttle runs 24 hours because a lot of these hotels will not run 24 hours, even at the big airports. So um, these are some of the things you need to you need to think about. Um, if you have status with the, with the hotel, it'll probably cover breakfast. Like if you have a Hilton Diamond or something like that, you'll get breakfast with that. IHG, I think their diamond level also gives you um, free breakfast, but depending on where you go. Again, one more thing to think of is if you're arriving in somewhere after midnight and you haven't booked a hotel, you can't book a hotel for that night you're arriving using the internet because the clock has already moved forward. So typically you'll have to call to try to book book the rooms. Um, uh, what else I can tell you about the airport, airport hotels. Uh, most airports, like I said, will have them on property. So like if you go to Amsterdam, you have um, their, their hotels in transit. There's a Mercure inside the airport. But outside, there's also Citizen and there is uh, a Sheraton. And you can just walk. It's like literally the Citizens, you go outside and it's maybe two minutes. Uh, if you go to Oslo, I was in Oslo recently, and I stayed at the um, uh, uh, Radisson, and there's two, there's two, the three actually. Um, I did the Radisson Blue, and that one was you just walk. It's like a two, it was a two three minute walk. It was very cold though. That seemed like it was a really really long walk. Um, when I went to the Faroe Islands. There are no hotels at the airport. The closest is a uh, a hostel, which is in like the next town over from the airport. So just research how you're going to get there and make sure that whenever you're going to get there, whatever time you're going to get there, you have uh, 
you're able to get to the hotel that you can get transportation. Uh, some hotels would offer free shuttles. Others, they charge you for the shuttles. Like if you go to Gatwick Airport, typically the shuttle is like five pounds. And uh, and the shuttle will stop at different at different hotels. Uh, in Gatwick Airport, just for the edification, there is a, there's a Sofitel in the North Terminal, I believe it is. And in the South Terminal, there is a... Um, there are two hotels. I can't remember the name of one of them, um, but it's right in the terminal. And that's also expensive and usually sold out. And uh, the other one is um, uh, one of those pod hotel, which is like a pod, ho a pod hotel. So it's good to book ahead. Although you know, if, you try, if you're flying space available, it's normally quite difficult for you to book ahead because you don't know if you're going to make a flight or not but you need to be thinking about where you're going to stay. You know, like if you realize you're going to go to San Francisco and you get on a flight at the last minute and you're going to arrive after midnight, then what you should be doing is queue up the hotels that you want to stay. And as soon as you get a, a seat, you go ahead and book the hotel really quickly before the doors close. Um, or you might have to buy internet on board so you can book the hotel on the way. Some hotels, uh, like uh, the American Delta and United of the world, they will allow you to book um, without getting internet if you connect to the Wi-Fi on their partners. So that Myriad is a United partner, so you can actually get to the Myriad website um, from the network, the um, United network. Uh, and also, some airlines will give you internet, free internet, like if you have T-Mobile or something like that you'll be able to get free internet. So just kind of plan ahead a little bit about where you want to rest your head for the night. And uh, at the hotel, if you see every hotel is expensive, and then this one particular hotel is not, there's a reason for it, right? So always make sure you uh, you check those. If you want to book a hotel, you can go to passrider.com slash hotels. And that will give you a whole list of um, hotels that you can, um, information about hotels. Or you can do passrider.com slash hotels combined, and it's all one word, and that will go to our partner, uh, Hotels Combined. But I'm also going to leave some uh, links and a, and a map inside this report if you see it online. Uh, but if you're not online, go to passrider.com slash hotels. So if you have any more tips about um, finding a book in a hotel, oh, um, finding a book in a hotel, when you're traveling, uh, feel free to email or drop me a line at uh, feedback at passrider.com or just leave a comment in the in the comment below. So that's all I have for this week. This is Kerwin with um, What's Happening in Travel with Christian and Kerwin. And have a good trip and I'll see you next week.